Yeah, we'll just whisper it all the time. Oh my god, hi guys, how are you doing today? So we're just going to talk like this for the entire episode. Um, I hope you enjoy it, yeah. Do you want to hear me drink some water? Watch this. Yeah, take a big gulp. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I actually burped. <laughs> I was actually joking around. Wait, now I'm whispering. I was joking around. I like, first of all, I feel like I'm staring at you through like these fucking bars. I know, right? I was going to say that I should fart in the mic one time and just see if anybody says anything or notices my farts. Can you put like, instead of like clipping a mic here, just clip it on like your hip or your ass and go. Yeah. Like, did you guys hear that? Yeah. Rate it one through ten. Yeah, I fucking farted. Start charging people to rate the farts. Oh, uh, <laughs> my God. I used to like, I used to burp online and be like, yeah, do you like that? You want me to do really? one more? Yeah. Would were, people pay for it? Oh, hell yeah. People would be like, drink, um, drink ginger ale and then burp or like drink beer and burp. It's so easy to burp when you drink anything carbonated. If I like, I used to drink carbonated drinks on the old show, yeah. and burp so loud I had to stop because oh, yeah. I couldn't stop burping. Well, like usually when I'm like hosting a show and I have like the mic in my hand, I'll take a shot. I'll just like naturally burp afterwards. In I'm the like, mic? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Do you guys like that? I have yeah. another one too. They probably do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so to get started, sorry, I'm, I like literally feel like I have to like put you under like, here. <laughs> hold on. Is this better? Yes, that's yeah. better. You want to tilt it up? Tilt. Up. I'll just scream. Ah, does it work? Good. It does? Great. Okay, cool. Um, can you see me fine? Yeah. Okay. You not- have like this little frame. I know, just my little right square here. right here. <laughs> so I feel like we should start by saying how we met. This is only my second time seeing you. We met on Tinder. I swiped right. Yeah, so did I. Um, we went on a few dates. <laughs> yeah, and the first date we went to was the Baltimore Eagle. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. And then we went into a, a sex room. Yeah. Right? Is that what it's called? And there's lots of, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Just a whole lot of yeah. that. And, and we heard a round of applause, but there was no hands clapping. Yeah. I don't think people were very happy I was in there, though. <laughs> Maybe not. No, that, I can't believe, that honestly was probably one of my most memorable experiences like that you showed I'm sorry. me. <laughs> that is the most memorable. <laughs> well, it's how can you forget it? You Easily. took me to my first sex room. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. And when you told me about it, I couldn't not go because right. curiosity killed the cat. You yeah, know? No, anytime we tell people there's like a dark room at Eagle, they're like, what's the dark, the dark room? And I'm like, it's literally a room that's dark and like people do unspeakable things up there yeah and you said you've been in that room right um, like by choice or no oh uh, yeah yeah i just show friends around the room sometimes okay yeah i never go up there you know by myself or you know for for fun yeah no. okay I, just, I sometimes i lose my friends i get lost i'm like oh my god where is everyone yeah well that was that was a time so baltimore yeah. we, i actually did a whole podcast episode on the yeah. old show about the dark room, the sex room. And we told the whole story because it was just such a staple in <laughs> yeah. our lives. Um, but that's where we met. Yes. And you go by Washington Heights, I right? do. Washington Heights, like the neighborhood. So is that where you got the name from? Because that's what I was going to ask. Um, so my drag mother, Brooklyn Heights, she was born in New York, I believe. Okay. I don't really remember. Something like that. I should know this, but I don't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, we were at like, we were at a show one night and I was like doing or saying something really stupid. And she was like, if I have a, ugh, if I ever had a drag child, you'd probably be my drag child. And I was uh-huh. like, well, what will my name be? And right off the back, she was like, Washington Heights. And I was like, 
I kind of like the sound of that. And then I had yeah. to do my research. Like, I don't think there's any other queens named Washington Heights. So I'm like. Oh, so you actually have to kind of check to make sure no one has personally. Okay. It's, it's like, it's open for everyone. Anyone can have the same name. Okay. Um, my drag mother, Brooklyn Heights, actually has the same name as someone on RuPaul's Drag Race, but they're spelled different. Got it. So my drag mother's name is Brooklyn, like the neighborhood. Uh-huh. But on Drag Race is Brooke, B-R-O-O-K-E. Lynn, L-Y-N-N, Heights, H-Y-T-E-S. Got it. Okay. But um, there's like a lot of um, like alliterations with drag names mm-hmm. or like, I don't know what the word are, what word is, but yeah. There's like, there's, um, my first drag name was like Cherry Poppin'. Like. Oh, I like that. Like Poppin' Cherry. Yeah. But then another queen started around the same time I did and her name was Cherry Poppins, like Mary Poppins. Oh, God, these are creative. And yeah, so there's like. It was this whole thing where like people kept calling me her, or then I was they were called the it was same person. Confusing. Then they would call me Cherry Poppins, and I'm like, "There's no S on the end of my name." Right. And so once I got Washington Heights, I'm like, me personally, I'm very like narcissistic, and I'm like, there better not be anyone else named Washington Heights. Yeah, I'm like that too. And so there wasn't, so I like stuck with it and ran with it. I now, love it. Now I'm here. Yes. So how long have you been like performing and everything? Um, well, performing since I was four, I used to go to like these little circus camps uh-huh. and stuff in Atlanta, but I've been performing in drag since ooh, April 2014. So wow. eight oh, wow. years, so eight and a half years now. Uh-huh. And you love it? I, unfortunately, I do love it. Why it's, unfortunately? It's so fucking it's, cool. It's fun. Okay. So I'll say this. Drag was fun before it was mainstream. Right, okay. Because there was less pressure. Before yeah. Instagram, like when I started, it didn't matter how many followers you had. Right. Like the old filters on Instagram did nothing for you. So there was no face tune. There was nothing to like make you look like you don't look in person. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there's like nothing to compare it to. But now that drag is so mainstream, which is great, by the way. I love that drag is mainstream. You have to realize people on Drag Race have thousands of dollars. They have connections with designers. And yeah. so... There's girls who would get like endorsements with these designers and get a gown that's five to eight, ten thousand dollars, but we're here working for fifty dollars, right? Trying to pay our bills and stuff. And so it's like we always don't have the means to get the same stuff. And it's like people think drag is splits, kicks, and like dips, death drops, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, and dancing, but it's like there's so much more to drag than that. Right. So it's just like so I do love it because I like entertaining people and I yeah. just like talking. Uh-huh. But I also hate that like people hold local performers to that high of an expectation, what you see on TV. Right. That it's like, it's not fair. No, I know. And I feel like it, it can take away the fun of it almost yeah. by doing that. And then do you do it full? Like, is this what you do full time? Yeah. So I am a show host and event producer. I started my own event company earlier this year called House Party Entertainment. Uh-huh. And so I'm in charge of... I do a show once a month called House Party and we bring in girls from Drag Race and uh, Dragula and then we have like themes for the shows and then we'll book local entertainers and dancers and all that stuff. So what's the difference between that and then what we went to at Baltimore Eagle? Was that kind of like a... So Baltimore Eagle, that's their weekly show. Okay. And so the club pays the entertainers to come in. Okay. For my shows, I pay the entertainers. So I don't get a paycheck out of that until I see all the ticket sales. Got it. So normally I'll be paid a fee. So if like I was hosting at Baltimore Eagle, they would pay me a fee to host. Mm -hmm. And then the performers, like I did that night, were paid a different fee to perform. 
Okay. But for my events, like house party or any events I produce, I'm the one who's putting all the money forward. So I'm right. the one who's like, hey, I just need a venue. So I do my shows at the manor, at level two at the manor. And so I'm the one who says, all right, well, this is the date I want. These are the people I need to book. And then I'm like, all right, so I get, I'll pay you this. I'll pay you this. I'll pay you this. And then I keep all the door. And then, again, I won't see – if I have tickets on Eventbrite, I don't see – the final revenue from that until like two or three days after the event. Yeah. So there's sometimes we're like, I'm in the hole until I get all my ticket sales back. Right. So, so you'll do both. You'll like host your own. And then also if like, if a place wants to pay you guys to come perform, you do that too. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Cause I remember your performance. I yeah. loved it. It was so <laughs> much fun. Was that, I think that was my, no, no, no. It wasn't my first drag show. I think my first one was in, New York, mm -hmm. maybe in a really small place. I was actually going for a Magic Mike show, okay. and I think they opened up with a drag performance, right. and it, it was amazing. Like I, I yeah. think that was my first one. And I was like, yeah. "This is incredible! It's so much fun." Yeah, I think that it's just such positive, high energy. It's like you can't not have fun. Yeah, and that's how I felt. I absolutely I always, loved it. Yeah, I always tell people, I'm like, my goal for my shows are like, if you, let's say you're having a bad day, you're having a bad week, I want you to come to my show and escape reality for hour and a half, two hours and forget all your problems and go home and just be happy. I don't want you to be upset or depressed all night. I want this to be like, just like a mental break from work, from life, from drama, anything. So it's like, it's, there's some people who like entertain and there's people who do it with a purpose. Right. So it's like, you can be an entertainer, but if there's no personality behind the performer you're just an entertainer right but there's people who genuinely care and want it to be like i want this to be not just about me but about us in the moment mm -hmm. so that's like more how i feel absolutely oh oh well, my goodness it's a cat <laughs> every fucking episode that's blue, blue. she's the, she's the cutest one. Oh my god i know she's a little nugget oh is she friendly? She's very friendly. She's like very nosy though, so that's why mm. she's smelling everything. Don't pee on my stuff. She won't pee. She's a good girl. I have so I used to have a cat. Uh -huh. Her name was Moo Moo uh -huh. because she um rest in peace. Um, but she uh she was like mulatto because she's black and white. Uh -huh. And so I oh, called I have a her black and white one too. I called her Moo Moo for short. Oh my god, that's <laughs> so cute. But she would like get jealous of my yeah. dog sometimes, or if I like when I was playing sports, if I let like sweaty clothes on the floor, she'd roll around in them and like pee on them. Marker territory. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard there's like, I have a friend of mine that has a cat and a dog and the yeah. cat's the same way. Like I think it's some sort of territorial thing yeah. and the cat will pee. Yeah. All yeah. over the house. I'm like, so. why are you doing this? Yeah. It's, they can be fucking annoying, oh but she's, so she's a baby. She's the best. We um, have, We have a lot of cats in our neighborhood and I, I'll try to like pet them. And like play with them. Yeah. And then my one of my roommates is like deathly allergic, but I'll like leave That's the door how my open whole family is accidentally too. sometimes. And yeah, like, let them in. Oh no, the cat's in the house. Close the door. I gotta mm -hmm. go. Little shelter. You right. run a little cat <laughs> shelter. Um, <coughs> all right. So I have to ask you, how yes. long does it normally take you to get ready? Hmm. So if I am taking my time, I have no responsibilities before the show. I like to give myself two to three hours. Okay. So for me, that's not just constantly sitting, getting ready. That's, I'll start with, I like start with my eyes mm -hmm. or no, I'm very OCD. So I like, I'll start and like set up my station. Yeah. So if it's not in a normal club that I work all the time, I'll find, I like to get in the corner so I can have like a okay. nice space. Yeah. Set up my makeup, mirror, everything, find a, a plug outlet for my chargers and um, 
my outfits out. But yeah, usually two to three hours. I'll like take breaks in between, do some shots, eat some food. Yeah. But if I'm rushing, what I call like my hangover face or like my running late face, I can do it in like 45 minutes. Damn. Everything. Yeah. Hair, makeup, outfit. Um, I've done hair, makeup, outfit in 45 minutes. Uh-huh. It's not the best. It's like a painting. You look right. you look good from afar, but you look far from good. Yeah. So got it's it. yeah. And then how is it going to the bathroom? Is it tough? Um, it depends on what you're wearing, honestly. Okay. So if like I'm wearing a skirt uh-huh. or like a dress, I normally won't tuck. Okay. So or wear a pad so easily mm-hmm. I can just like, you know, go right. to the bathroom. But if I'm wearing like this like a bodysuit. Right, even yeah, for anybody it would yeah. be a fucking hassle to get so, it like, off. Usually when I'm in like full drag performing, I have on Three pairs of tights. I have a pair of tights that hold in my padding. And then I have on a body shaper and a panty. Wow. And then an outfit on top of that. Yeah. So I have to take all that off. Just So to it probably takes like 15 minutes to even go to the bathroom, yeah. right? And then you got to put it all back on. Yeah. So you do usually hold it? Oh, yeah. Or I, I like, I will wait it. until the very last second before I have to get into drag. Yeah. And just like make myself go to the bathroom. Right. Because I'm like, there's no way. I'm going to be running around trying to get this done and like it's not going to happen. Yeah. So like the one thing I hate the most is getting out of drag and having to get right back into drag, mm-hmm. especially if the show's still happening. So that's what I was going to ask you next. Do you have, is there like shows that you have to kind of do like back to back different outfits or do you usually just kind of do one performance? Um, It depends on the show. Usually brunch shows, uh, people change. So let me put it like this. Usually the host will stay in one outfit. Okay. Um. For the most part. For nighttime shows, I'll usually have like at the manor where I do shows, there's like a little closet next to the dance floor. Excuse me. And I'll have like outfits in that closet or just I'll just go in the bathroom and change mm-hmm. during the numbers because the microphone reaches the bathroom. Yeah. And I can hear the microphone in there. Right. And so I'll just talk from the bathroom while oh, I'm changing. Awesome. Yeah. Um, other times, if I'm not hosting, then yeah, I'll definitely change my outfits mm-hmm. for the show. So if, like, if it's like not a one person show and there's at least like three people We'll either take a break in the middle to change or you'll just change while the other people are performing. Right. So you do the brunch shows too. Yeah. I hate brunch shows. Real? I've always wanted to fucking go to one. Everyone wants to go to drag brunch. Yeah, I, it's a thing. I hate drag brunch so much. Okay, so I shouldn't go to drag brunch. No, you should. They're a lot of fun. So I hate waking up early. Yeah. So literally- I can imagine. Well, also because you do a lot of night shows, right? Yeah. And okay. then sometimes I make bad choices and I stay out late. Right. So like this past weekend, I hosted a show on Friday. I did not leave. I'm not going to say where I was, but I did not get home until 5 a.m. And I had to be back at that same building for brunch on Saturday at 11 a.m. Yeah, but I then I drank Red Bull at like 1 a.m. So I was wide awake until 8. So I slept for two hours. I literally like put a towel on my pillows and slept like. That's a good idea. Though. So you didn't have to even redo your makeup. Oh, I did. Because I roll a lot. Okay. I start that way. And I'm like. I know I'm the, I'm the same way too. And then you slowly start like trying to inch your way to the right. side. But then I like oh I'll God. roll over and just like put my face on my arm. And I'm like, whatever. There it goes. Half, I, half the face. <laughs> literally. But then I, I'll get to brunch or I'll just like take the pillowcases off my pillow sometimes. I love putting a pillow right here. And I'm mm-hmm. like, cuddle me. Yeah. But, um, so I'll like, funny. I got to brunch, just took all of this off mm-hmm. and then just retouched it. And okay. then I was good to go. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to a drag brunch. I will have to go to one of yours if you have. So yeah. Did, was that something that you host or you just perform? Um, The one I was doing this past Saturday, I was performing. But okay. I have one this coming Sunday if you're not busy. I don't think we are. We should really go. It's my 30th birthday too. Sunday is my actual 30th birthday and it's a birthday brunch. 
Oh my gosh, now we have to go. And if you don't, I will cry and I have your numbers. So I will. I right, will be now like, we fucking have to, especially yeah. since it's your birthday. Yeah, I'm turning 30. That means it's all downhill from here. No, it's not. It's all fucking uphill. You're right. 30s, 30s are like your 20s, but you have money exactly. and hopefully better mental health than your 20s. That's true. <laughs> and hopefully just like more fucking access to sexual activities. I feel like <laughs> 30 is when you fucking want to just go wild, I heard. Yeah. That's what I heard. I heard it was like 30 and 40. You want to just fuck everything like a rabbit. Totally did not do that in my 20s at all. Did not. No, did not go wild in my 20s at all. Yeah, I was very calm, very tame. I don't believe it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, whatever. It's okay. It's okay. You know, shit happens sometimes. No, it's great. It's experience. The more experience, the better. It's a lot of fun being like a hoe. It is fucking fun. So speaking of... Ho phase. Yes. And tell me if you're not comfortable answering oh, anything. You're, you're open book? Yeah. Okay. Because I remember the night that I met you, you were telling us kind of like stories, maybe one or two stories about your dating experience, yes. which was super interesting. So I wanted you to kind of touch <laughs> yeah. on that because I know I can't remember the exact story that you told. It was something about, like, I don't remember. It was about a guy you went out with once. I'm sure there was a lot of it. I'm like, which time? No, I can't remember the specifics, but you told us a a story. And I I really don't remember. But I wanted to ask you about that because I feel like you have probably a lot of interesting dating stories. So tell us about your fucking hoe phase. (laughs) My hoe phase. (sighs) Well, it ended recently. Really? Well, because 30 is coming. No, because okay. I was bored. I'm so yeah. bored. Oh my God. I like Baltimore. We call it small to more in the gay community because it's like, you know, everyone and yeah. everyone is like one degree of separation from another person that you've either slept with, hooked up with, talked to. Yeah. And like, there's been multiple times where like, I was dating someone and then like dating someone and working nightlife are the worst it takes strong people to make that work and i am not strong enough for that yeah god did not build me that way most people fucking aren't and i'm just crazy and so like i'm like the guy was like dating as a bartender and i was like hey like good to see you like i'm going home blah blah blah. he's like don't hug me in front of my customers i'm like yeah excuse me right whatever so you guys were working at the same place yeah okay and so but the thing that drove me crazy the most is that Okay, I'm just sound really crazy. I worked on the second floor where we do the shows and he was working downstairs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's probably talking to someone. He's mm-hmm. meeting someone else. Here we go. And one day it actually happened. Really? And then, yeah, like they started hanging out. And I'm like. Yeah. End of you. Yeah. And it was just really weird. But then I did something messy and invited them both to a house party at my house. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, my God. It's so good to see both yeah, of you. Yeah, you both should come. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my God, y'all are hanging out. It's like, great, one car. Just come on over. Uh-huh. Terrible idea. Why? Did, what happened? It was just really awkward. Yeah. I mean, but I love awkward moments. I, I love, do, too. I kind of live for them. I'm really messy. And so it's like. <sighs> it's fun. It's like awkward, but it's fun. There's something about It's like a I, thrill. I'm, I can be petty and like. If I know it's going to make you uncomfortable within reason, I'm like, let's do it. Right. Let's like, let's have this conversation. Let's say, so. Did he feel uncomfortable, you think? Oh, well, he spent more time sitting in the corner petting a cat than like talking to me. So I'm like, why aren't you making eye contact with me? Um, But yeah, no, it's weird dating and like 
Baltimore, it's like, ugh, guys are trash. Okay, some of them are trash. Most. But okay. <laughs> Most of you guys are Most, trash. Most, but not all. Yeah, it's it's hard because like I've dated people who don't work in nightlife. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't work in nightlife and you date someone who is actively working like, multiple nights a week in nightlife, mm-hmm. it's like pulling teeth. Like my right. schedule is so different than my best friend's schedule. And so like it's like my weekend is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whereas their weekend is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. So it's it's like the times I wake up and the times I function because I do like marketing stuff outside of what I do. Mm-hmm. And I do that from my bed at like four in the afternoon on Mondays and Tuesdays. So right. I'm like, I'm not worried about like what I'm eating for breakfast or lunch or like what you're doing because mm-hmm. I'm just like just waking up. Right. But then it's, it's just gays are so messy so messy there's all this jealousy and drama and oh my god did you hear what she said and then did you like see what he was doing like you see what he was wearing and i'm like yeah leave me alone (laughs) (laughs) i was like i hate it yeah hate 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 double hate loathe entirely (laughs) i fucking love it (laughs) but oh my god yeah and then it's just like with the hoe face in Baltimore, it's just like, oh. Too many know. paths crossed? It's like, you know this person? Oh, yeah. yeah you, you become Eskimo sisters with so many people very quickly. I feel like that's quickly. a lot of places, though. I have a lot of straight friends, and they don't talk about hooking up as much as we do. When was your last hookup? Well, I'm in a relationship. Exactly. <laughs> so Gays are too mentally unstable for a relationship. I feel like not all majority really oh my god yes so you think you're too mentally unstable for one i know well, no now i'm now you're ready stable i'm like in the process of finding the one okay um but you yeah, know i like had this like revelation recently i was like i'm deleting all the apps yeah i'm gonna meet people like in tinder person. and stuff Oh, I got banned from Tinder. For what? I don't know. Someone reported my account. I barely used it. Oh, my God. And I heard they're strict. Aren't they strict now? I got banned for Yeah, they're strict now yeah, or something. I didn't even, like, do anything. I literally, like, have nothing bad on my... Or had nothing yeah. bad on my Tinder. Rest in peace to her. But, like... That's weird. But, yeah, like, Grinder and Scruff and, like, all these apps. I'm just, like... So, the apps are deleted. Oh, yeah. I deleted all my accounts, like... Two, three months ago. Yeah. The thing is with meeting people in person, I feel like that's hard too because that kind of leaves you with the fucking bars. And I feel like the people that you meet at the bars probably aren't going to be that great. Like they're either looking for like a hookup or they might have issues that they're trying to escape by going out to the bar. You know what I mean? Like I always think about that. Like if I was single. I had like... um Not like a bad pass with dating in Mm -hmm. the gay world. But it's like... Gays can be very fake. Yeah. And so what I notice is if I'm out in drag, I have my core group, whether I'm in or out of drag, I have my core group of friends that I stick with. Mm -hmm. And so it's like if I go out in drag, there's always those three people you always see who will talk to you while you're in drag. Mm -hmm. But if I'm out of drag and they can't get anything out of me, they don't talk to me. So it's like people will talk to me like, oh my God, you're hosting tonight. Is there a cover? Can you get me in for free? Or like, right. oh, you have this guest coming. Can I come hang out in the dressing room? No, bitch. Yeah. No. If like, what I tell people is like, I spend a lot of time and effort in drag mm-hmm. done up like this. So when I go out, I usually go out in like athletic shorts and a hoodie. Right. 
and I'm like in slides, like I'm not trying to impress anyone. And yeah. so my theory is if you don't talk to me when I'm like that, you don't deserve to talk to me when I'm in drag. Absolutely. And you don't deserve any of the benefits from it. Because I'm not going to lie. There are benefits from being friends with people who it's a hierarchy essentially yeah. because if you know someone who is bringing guests who is working all this stuff you get benefits you get free drinks free shots you get to stand closer you get to meet these people yeah. without buying tickets and stuff like that and so it's right. like i have a core group of friends around me who before they even became my friends it's like i do like a little unspoken test mm -hmm. it's like or not even a test it's just like i like to like look at people from a distance right if i have people who are willing to buy tickets but still treat me the same and never ask for anything for free. I'm like, oh, I can trust you. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like the people who I've literally had people come up to me during a show, and like, hey, how are you? Can I get a booking? I'm like, I literally just finished performing. I'm sweating. I'm like, leave yeah, me alone. Right. But it's like the people, like the gays, they they only care about like who you know. Mm -hmm. They care about like followers and like literally where you rank in the community. Really. And it's, so it's like. They will try to befriend people who can get them the access. It's all about a picture. Everyone wants a picture. Everyone wants to be like, oh, I was standing next to this person from Drag Race. Look, we're here taking shots together. They don't care about how your day went. Yeah. They don't care about how you're doing mentally. Like I have friends who would check in on me mentally because I am very mentally, we used to be mentally unstable. <laughs> <laughs> I, we're all improving right. with our mental stability. Right. Just in case a former suitor is watching this, I'm very <laughs> mentally stable now. Um, but no, it's like. Yeah, no, I, I went to therapy and everything was so good. And then once I thought I was good, I was like, all right, I don't need my therapist anymore. But yeah. no, I have friends who like check in on me. And then there's people who just be like, when's your next show? Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm literally having an emotional breakdown on Instagram right now. I know you see this. Yeah. Don't ask me how my shows are going. I just, like you said, I just don't think people give a shit about yeah. like you as a person. It's yeah. like, what can you get me? Or it's, all yeah, like you said, it's just always about like, What's next? Or what can yeah. you give? It's never just about like, how are you doing? How's your day? Yeah. Like I I will I will viv visually remember people who come up to me and be like, How are you doing? Yeah. Whether I'm in drag or out of drag. But it's like, how are you doing? Like, I'm genuinely worried about you. And I'm like, thank you. I'm yeah, fine, but right. thank you. Cause I yeah. say a lot of fucked up things on the microphone sometimes. Yeah. But and they're like, Is this bitch okay? Right. I'm like, No, yes, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe today I'm not. But no, there are people who would just be like, Hey, and without saying it, they're like, what can I get out of you that'll benefit me in the long run? Right. Or just for now. And I'm like, nothing. Yeah. Get away from me. Right. And it's like being a personality or like someone who is higher up in the community or just like has more say so in events, people expect you, you should always be on your best or be, be your best presentable, like present yourself the best mm -hmm. you always should be happy welcoming there's times where it's like in the summer when i'm sweating i will tell people hi it's good to see you but please do not hug me yeah i don't like the feeling of wet clothing mm -hmm. and i don't like the feeling of wet clothing pushed against me yeah and i'm just like people get mad at me for that i'm like respect the grind right respect no respect my space yeah i'm like I hated the six feet social distancing shit, but bitch, I would bring that back mm -hmm. real quick. No, seriously. If, if PSA, if you see a sweaty drag queen, give them six feet. Yeah. Like. <laughs> give them their bubble. Yes. Give me my bubble. Give me space. And like, don't just assume because I'm talking to a friend. Oh my God. One thing I hate the most. If I'm talking to a friend or anyone at the bar, do not interrupt me. Mm -hmm. Just like tap me on the shoulder. Hey. How are you? Or like, yeah. can I talk to you? Or like something like that. Or just don't wait. just like, yeah. Don't, <laughs> or just like wait till I'm done talking. Right. 
But it's like, or if I'm like walking to the floor to host, people want to stop and have a conversation. Oh my God, Halloween's coming up. Can you do my makeup? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> drag queens, another PSA. Drag queens are not here to do your makeup for Halloween. <laughs> Go to fucking Mac or Ulta or something. We're not doing your makeup for Halloween. Oh my <laughs> God. Uh, like, seriously. The pent of anger is coming like, <laughs> Oh, okay, well, so, the, it's it's their yeah. fault that sometimes you're not mentally stable. Okay, right. all of these questions, it's the people fucking hugging you and getting right. in your bubble. Like, That's what it is. If you want to talk to me, have a five, ten, or twenty in your hand, or a shot. Seriously? And a five, ten, or twenty. I'm start doing that. Like, always five, ten, or twenty. Yeah, if you want to fucking speak. No room for singles. Well, five is a single, but no room for small bills. Yeah, I need to buy like I don't know some nuggets and fries with that shit. I if that. I can't, <laughs> I always correlate like. Five, ten, and twenty with like food, yeah. If like I especially nuggets and fries. If I can't get a four for four at Wendy's, don't talk to me. Yeah. McDonald's is where it's at, though. Oh. You don't like McDonald's? I'm stressed with them. <laughs> they honestly, late at night, they're not the move. Like as good as they are, it's yeah. always long line. The amount of times that McDonald's has failed us when we needed them most. <laughs> she's, I think, she's like more of a Taco Bell girl. Oh, yeah. Yes. Taco Bell. Taco Bell also fuck Taco Bell after midnight. Yeah, that too. That too. Bad, bad experiences with all of them after midnight usually. It's okay. So here's my problem with McDonald's. One, stop doing all these meals with the wrappers. It's literally like they're the, all the same. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh, come get my meal at McDonald's with spicy sauce instead of honey mustard. Yep. It's literally it's fries, burgers, yep. and a large Sprite. We know McDonald's Sprite has crack in it, but like, so does the McDonald's Coke. Uh, you know what? It all has cocaine, hair, and it's all in there. You know what has, which place has the best Coca-Cola? Six Flags. Really? Six Flags, Fountain, Coca-Cola. Does it make your eyes water? Oh my God. It makes everything quiver. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need to get on a ride. I'll just drink this for a fun time. More Flags, more Coke. I don't Coke. need sex. <laughs> I just need a Six Flags Coke. <laughs> yes. I just need a Six Flags Coca-Cola. Like, oh my God. That is hilarious. Oh my god! But yeah, and obviously, oh my god! I saw this TikTok the other day, and it's like when you go to Taco Bell and you order your drink, and they're like, "What do you want to drink? What the fuck do you think I want?" For the Baja Blast. I'm not coming here for your sweet tea yeah. or your brisk iced tea. I'm not coming here for a cherry coke. That's or some Pepsi. shit that I would order. Like I'd be the one person that wouldn't get it. You are what's wrong with this. Community. I am. I really am. <laughs> I am. I, I just. I never was a Taco Bell girl. I loved the cheesy potato burrito. And the Fiesta potatoes. Are you vegan or something? Like I kind of was at one point. <sighs> then don't go. I know. Just don't go. That's so where I fucked what, up. What, do you get no cheese, no sour cream? No cheese, but I love sour cream. That's not vegan. I know. I, I tried. I said I was trying okay. to be vegan. And it's, I didn't like the Taco Bell meat. I think because my mom grew up saying it was probably cat But meat. you like McDonald's? Yes. <laughs> I love McDonald's. McDo I am McDonald's girl. McDonald's meat is just as bad as Taco Bell. It is. It is. I really don't like Burger King. I'll tell you that. We don't speak about her. We don't? No. Okay. Burger King. <laughs> Those nuggets are not good. It's, Never Burger liked King Burger King. is like King. the wish of food chains. Yeah. It's like, mm -mm. I used to fuck with Burger King when they had the Icy's, but like, I don't, I don't know if they, they still have got, the Icy's. Probably not. It's like, I yeah. feel like every Burger King location I've known is no longer a location. Also, chicken fries, trash. What are chicken fries? <laughs> Chicken fries at Burger King? I've never had it because they're, I don't fuck with Burger they're King. They're literally like French fries, but chicken tenders. Like what it sounds like, chicken fries. I can't even imagine it because it doesn't make sense to me. What? Chicken fries? They're like sticks. 
Yeah. Sticks? Okay, so it's a chicken stick. So it looks like mozzarella sticks, but chicken. But there's no potato? No. So it's not a fry? It's a chicken strip shaped fry. Got it. That, see, that makes sense to me. No, a fry shaped like a chicken. I don't know. <laughs> it's something It's something that, sh- that shouldn't exist. You know where we should never eat food other than ice cream? Dairy Queen. You used to get Dairy Queen a lot. Yeah. Did you, what, you get their chicken tenders? Probably, probably something vegan back in the day. I'm t- I was vegan for a while. vegan at a dairy place. Well, maybe I was just getting fries. I feel like that's not vegan. <laughs> it is vegan. Maybe it's cooked with the same meat oils. Probably. They recycle yeah, it. They All do. fast food places are trash except for, okay. McDonald's. Oh, my God. Taco Bell. Oh, my God. And five. Five Guys is fucking fire. Love Five Guys when you're going by yourself. Never ask your friend if they want anything from Five Guys because that takes your order to like $45. That's true. That is true. They have good fucking fries. Their fries remind me of like boardwalk fries, kind of. Like they're more like kind of like Like Thrashers. Yes. That's what it reminds me of. When I moved here and my friends were like, let's go to Thrashers. I'm like, being from Atlanta, Uh it's like sports reference. I'm like, the Atlanta Thrashers hockey team? They shut down <laughs> a long time ago. But they're like, no, like the boardwalk fries. I was like, yeah, what the fuck's a boardwalk fire. fry? Like, we don't have a beach in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We have like a man-made beach and it's like yeah. shit. Right. But ugh, boardwalk fries. Oh my God. Are you that person that like feeds the birds at the beach? No. Oh. Because when I feed the birds, they're either going to shit on me or fucking like attack me. I never, no. I, I would get mad at the little kids that would feed them. You're a bird feeder, aren't you? Uh, I'm 29 years old and still feed birds at the beach. Okay. I'm so if I got shit on by a bird, I would know that you were probably the cause. Uh, you should pay better attention then. If there's and run? Th- yeah. <laughs> duck birds and cover. Run. Yeah. It's like <laughs> birds duck. I I like to feed, uh, well, listen, if, it's, um, if I'm going to a bird, I guess that technically is a bird location. I'm in their territory. I was going to say, if I was like, as I used to like feed animals and stuff outside but like when there's all those people on the boardwalk i wouldn't throw the fries because then they would flock down i know i don't do it on the boardwalk i do it on the beach yeah they still flock down right but there's more space not when i go i don't know when you're going I also hate the beach, so I hate the fucking. Beach. I hate sand. Sand. No, is and, I don't. I don't like the beach. I think it's pretty to look at. I, I prefer the pool. I don't really yeah. like the beach at all. It's gross. I like. I like being in a beach setting. That's true. I agree with that. I love a beach house with a pool. Yep. On the beach. Yeah, to look at. Yeah. Not to get. Dirty. I will walk through sand if it's like. I don't know, like a parking lot or a trail, but I am not like getting wet. No. Laying down. No. Like. Also, go to a tanning bed. Don't go to the beach. Like, why do you just lay there? I don't get it. Like, literally, that's what I fucking say. That, <laughs> but I recently quit tanning. Well, so. sorry. Good. I don't know. Because I, you know, when we when when you get older, you got to make better decisions. That's what filler and Botox is for. Get that too. Yeah. Just fucking fill me up. Botox me up. Yeah. But I gotta I gotta preserve the skin because I'm I'm getting yeah. older and I just can't. I I, I gotta save it because I don't think that they have any reversible skin treatments yet. I mean, there's like, yeah, you're right. I got, I got to be careful with that. So I guess just fake tan for me. Yeah. I mean, hey, if you got to do it, yeah. but like going to the beach to tan, that is like, if you go to the beach to tan, that's like, to me, the equivalent of someone who like brushes their teeth and drinks orange juice after. Like why? <laughs> that's a good analogy. Why? It's just yeah. like, 
You don't love yourself. That's so boring. That is so boring. It, I, you, as a kid, there used to be something about it. Like when I was in high school, I would like it. Like something about laying there and like, I think when I was a kid, it was an escape. But as I've gotten older and then I go to the tanning bed and I see how like yeah. clean I can stay, I never want to get into the water and lay down and get sandy and then go back. Over. It's horrible. And it's it's a nightmare. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's I don't like it either. Well, I was a very hyperactive kid. And so like if we went to the beach, we had plenty of toys for me to play with because I could never just like lay down. Yeah. I would lay down and be like. I'm sweating. Yeah, like I have I to fucking like move. Yeah, right. and I was like, all right, I'm going to go play in the water by myself since someone else wants to play with me or I'm like digging tunnels to like fucking I don't know where else and just like- To bring the birds down. Yeah, and like <laughs> capture them and all this stuff or like bury myself in the sand or something. Maybe. So I'm like, this is so boring. Yeah. But oh my God, I get very stressed out about the beach. I do too. I do too. So we went from hoe phase to, to not, never going to the beach. Yes, that's- God. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> So that you're out, you're officially out of the hoe phase. I am out of the hoe phase. It's just. It's a lot. Everyone. Okay. Have you had any success recently with meeting uh, people? Oh, yes. So maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know it was going to make you blush. (laughs) I'm blushing under this makeup. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Something really hot happened. Like you met some you had you met somebody out. Yes. Okay, good for you. So my friends and I were at this bar the other day mm-hmm. and so like they play rugby and it was like the after party and the other team had some very attractive men on their team. And so I was like, let me use my social skills like uh-huh. an adult. And at the bar I was like, hey. And he's like, hi. And it was really great. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, you fell in love. <laughs> it's, you know, in my head, we were already married. Yeah. Um, but no, we like talk at the bar. Like the guy was really nice. And then, you know, went our separate ways. And I was with my friends and he was with his group. And it, <laughs> it was like a scene in the movie. You know, when you're like looking across the bar. Yes. And you make eye contact, but you yes. look away. Yes. Because you don't want them to know that you're looking at them. Yep. I did it about four times. And every time he was looking at you. Yeah, but then something that's never happened happened. He goes, we keep making eye contact. And I was like. (gasps) And what did you say? I said, what? Uh, Not me. (laughs) (laughs) I put my sunglasses over my face so fast. I was like. You got caught. I got caught. But then he was like, he walked up to us and I was like. I was like a middle school girl. I'm like, what do you? Isn't it the best feeling though? It's so fun. My friends and I were actually just talking about this before I came over here. And I'm like. Ugh. It's that giddy, like excited. You're like, like you said, like a young yeah. schoolgirl. It's he like was like, feeling. we made eye contact multiple times and it wasn't by accident. I was like flooded. Yeah. Basement. Wait, um, so did you exchange numbers? Yeah, we did. We talked. We exchanged numbers. He was really nice. And yeah, I'm looking forward to this next part of our lives. <laughs> so should I, am I going to get a wedding invitation or? Um, let's make it past the first date. Okay. I don't like to rush things, Okay. You know. Yeah, I feel um, that. And I have to make it to your 30th birthday first. To yeah. A, to get an invitation. Yeah. Yeah, you have to <laughs> oh see my, both well, of y'all make it there. Can you bring the cat to my birthday? I wish I fucking could if she was well behaved. I can't bring her out of this house. Does she get along with other cats? I don't think so. They're like, they have their little, they're like the Hocus Pocus witches. Got it. They're like their own clan. I tried to bring a fourth and it just didn't go well. So. <sighs> that's not fun. No. Um. But yeah, so. Uh, well, yeah, that's good. I met a guy. Actually, okay. Uh, um, what? 
I have had more success meeting guys mm-hmm. at bars that are not gay bars. Really? Yeah. So just regular bars? Yeah. Or just like events or um I like to call them straight bars. Okay. And like in the best place in the world, Fed Hill. Mm-hmm. Like, have y'all been out in Fed Hill? Yes. Where do you like to go? One star. Okay, I've been there a few times. Do you like the Charles? I do love the Charles. I used okay. to do drag bingo at the Charles. Really? Yes. I mean, why am I missing all these events? Oh, because you don't pay attention. I don't. Okay, and I didn't know you before. So now yeah, I have right. all the fucking ins. But yeah. don't worry, I'm not going to ask you for favors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please don't. Oh my and God. I, well, I know the rules now. Yeah. I won't give you hugs. <laughs> I got it down. Yeah, I love the fucking Charles. That's so like, like, that was my place. So I really like bros, like dumb lacrosse bros, yeah. like... And the fuck boys. A fuck boy loves a fuck boy. Former fuck boy. I'm not a I'm not a fuck boy. Mentally anymore. stable now. Mentally stable for now. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. now. In this moment. Mm-hmm. Um until two hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> until I get home and I'm like, oh God. Um No, like one star is my jam. Yeah. I take Okay, my friends had corrupt their lives, but it's just like, it's an experience. Yeah. I take all of my friends to One Star because it's like, it's, you literally have to experience it. Like, mm-hmm. BOGO, buy what, how many places can you go for Is buy One Star the drinks? place where you walk up and it's the upstairs? Or am I thinking of something else? I think that's Nobles. There's like a dance floor upstairs in the back. No, I'm thinking of, the place I'm thinking of is really small. Oh, it's not. So One Star isn't small? Uh, yeah, it's, it's like wherever it's, I've been there, but I can't remember where is it. In, so, you know, where 101 I'm thinking like of 101, the Charles Banditos. Okay. So it's on cross street. Uh, do you know where like, yeah, I swear I've been there. Um, it's next to Nola. I don't know that much. McGurk's. McGurk's, yeah. So the corner of McGurk. So like Charles Street and Everybody McGurk's Everybody that's listening is going to be starting to go to One Star now. Yeah. So you're going to like, yeah, um, hi, One Star, cut me a deal. Mm-hmm. Now, I love, all, a bunch of my friends work there, but um, I always get messy. Um, it's the only way to do it. But I know. It's like McGurk's and you walk up mm-hmm. and it's like up the street from McGurk's. Okay. It's, yeah. I haven't been there enough though. Like I only feel like I ever go to the Charles, so I'll have to... Next time I go out, which probably yeah. won't be anytime soon, honestly, because I just like kind of quit that life. Unless it's for your 30th birthday, but like I kind of quit the going out life. I quit drinking because I'm trying to be more mentally stable too. They have water. I, I drink water. But, but what am I going to do at night at a bar? Uh, drink water. Use your imagination. And just like kind of like head bop. Yeah. Yeah. But they like, they play all of the best music from like middle school and high school. Yeah. That's the, that's my favorite kind of place. Like I hate, music is everything. It's like, oh my God, it's so good. Yeah, you don't drink, but yeah, they do twisted tea shotguns. I feel like if I went out with you, it would be game over. <laughs> like I would be just fucking plastered and just it would just it would just be game over. That's the only way to explain no, it. No, okay. So I think you'd get me shit faced. You could drink a Shirley me- Temple. There's I'm no alcohol. fucking. I want tequila shots. If I'm gonna drink, I'm gonna take tequila but shots. But if you're sober now and you don't drink. Well, I'm saying, hypothetically speaking, if I if, would never make you drink if you don't drink. No, I know you wouldn't make me, but maybe I, th- I feel like you have that energy, that energy of like, oh, like maybe I'll just take one, and then that leads to ten, and then by the you know the next thing I know, I'm just clothes are off and I'm twerking on the floor <laughs> of one star. I, I can see it now. Ooh, please don't get on the floor of one star. <laughs> Why not? I've been on way fucking nastier floors. <laughs> that floor. 
<laughs> All of it's those like, bars get gross by like fucking 1 a.m. It's the bathroom. 1 a.m. That place, those bars get nasty by like it's 6 p.m. Like the Charles bathroom when I've walked in there sometimes, like it's nasty. You can't even pee. The toilets are clogged. It adds character. <laughs> oh yeah good good <laughs> yeah. no i love the charles like yeah i love the charles i love one star i love nobles blue agave oh my god so like when i get bored mm-hmm. which is like rarely yeah i'm just like i'm very spontaneous i wouldn't say bored when i get spontaneous i'm like let's go bounce around and see all of our friends and so we'll just like go bounce around say hi to all my friends and then we'll come back usually end up at like the charles or one star and then yeah they do bogo on thursdays and fridays from eight to ten Ugh. fun amazing i forget it's bogo so i'll be like hey can i get two bombs and there's four in front of me and i'm like oh great bogo hey can i get four? Oh no there's eight in front of me yeah great and then saturdays and sundays from three to four they also do it and it's oh, heaven so you know all the times to go uh, yeah so i wish that i didn't get hungover and i like to drink but i just like every time i drink now it's like i'm out for like two three days so i can't oh my god i have Okay, shameless plug. Um, one of my good friends, Detox, has these like vitamin supplements okay. called I think fluorescent fluorescence, something like that. Uh-huh. Um, I'm gonna send you some. Do they, they work? Oh yeah. It's you take them either before you go to bed or like when you know you're probably like done drinking for the night. Mm-hmm. No hangover. I swear. Because I've it. tried like the little packets, I've tried the no. little drinks that made me shit myself. Yeah, no. These like I take two of them. Is it like a little pill? Yeah. They're like two like vitamin pills and you just take them before you go to bed. No hangover. Swear on everything. I swear on this fake wig. Everything. If I, like if that actually would work. I'm going to get some and send them to you. I'm going to get some and I'll give you them on Sunday when you come to my birthday brunch. Okay. Sounds good. I would actually go out and, and drink one night if those vitamins actually worked. I guess I would have to drink to try it. Yeah. A lot. Drink a lot? No, not a oh. lot. Like, what makes you hungover? Like, how many drinks will make you hungover? No, like, I swear to you, I'm at a point in my life now where one glass of wine or, like, a couple Grow of shots. Up. I swear to fucking oh my God. God. It's, I'm telling you it's because 99% of my life, I'm, like, eating healthy and I'm going to the gym. So I swear when I do it, my body's like, poison, fuck you, bitch. And then I'm down for fucking three days. <laughs> and I can't Amateurs. live my life. Amateur. I am. I am, Eating but I, I used to, I love, I will say, I always say this, like as, as bad as alcohol makes me feel, I love, like afterwards, I love the way I feel in the, there's nothing like it. Like when that tipsy, drunk feeling, I just feel like the best version of myself. You want to talk to my therapist? You're calling me an alcoholic? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's so fucking fun. Like you can, I just like, there's nothing beats that. I love tequila. I love the feeling of it's, but then it's like an hour in. I'm like, why the fuck did I do this? I'm going to yeah. be like shit. I mean, so like when I'm in Fed Hill, I know when I'm starting to get drunk and I need to eat something and I will like 100% disappear from my friends to go eat something. And Have then... you ever had Maria D's? No. What's that? Pizza? You're always out in Fed. You've never had, Mar- I think it's Maria D's. It's like pizza, and I think they might have subs. They have the best, um, what is it called? Mozzarella sticks. Oh, oh no. it's fucking, fucking good okay, ass pizza. Okay, but One Star has dino nuggies and curly fries. How can you beat that? 
They have food too? Yeah. Oh, so it's a one-stop shop. It's a very limited one-stop shop. But okay. They have like mozzarella sticks. Have, like, the curly fries and the nuggets. Dino, no, not nuggets. Dino nuggies. Oh. They are the, dino like nuggies. Like the actual dino nuggies? They are literally nuggies shaped like dinosaurs. Yeah. I, they sell them in the grocery store. No, sell them at one star, not grocery store. Okay, both. Yeah, no. Okay, just one star. One star. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank I don't know you. why fucking McDonald's doesn't have those, but maybe we can get it added to the fucking menu. McDonald's needs to worry about their milkshake machine before they worry about Dino Nuggies. I don't know why you'd get milkshake at McDonald's when you could get it at Chick Fil A. <sighs> Let, let's just not. Honestly, we're gonna have a whole fucking episode. <laughs> Being about- a gay person, I'm not allowed to talk about Chick Fil A oh. on camera. Oh. Chick-fil-A's got their fucking issues. I'm just saying they got some good fucking milkshakes. I mean, I would never go there. But yeah, they're no. Yeah, it's. (laughs) Got it. Chick-fil-A's banned. (laughs) I've never been to Chick-fil-A. I forget. (laughs) Okay. This water is lovely. Tastes like Jesus water. (sighs) Holy fucking water. All right. So we talked about your fucking hoe phase. The former hoe phase. Former hoe phase. Yes. Now possibly fucking settling down, tremendously stable. <laughs> um, oh, I but- forgot. I was like, um, sorry, I, I got really excited. Go ahead. So there's more than one person in my life. Oh, well, you fucking, you didn't tell us that. I know. I got distracted by Dino Nuggies and One Star. Okay. That's right. It. The, the straight bars. Yeah. Is it? Is it? So there's another person. Um. Just which one do you like better? Oh my god! Eye, eye contact guy or this other person that you just decided to throw in there randomly? You I, didn't have to throw him in. I didn't, but he's really nice. He's not really like a thing. We're really good friends. Okay. I have this really bad habit of like becoming friends with people and being like, "I want to date you." That's healthy, I think. I don't. Why know. is there anything wrong with that? Because. Whatever. No, that's the be- the best relationships start out as friendships. I'm gonna put my foot in my mouth right now and just be like, mm-hmm. okay, but this was you brought it. Up. I did, and now I'm so like, so you wanted to talk about it, so I'm kind of starting to think this uh, one might be your favorite. Uh, well, I didn't want, I didn't want like you know you just to think that like I'm randomly meeting people at the bar and like settling no, but down. I mean, no, but you're you're trying <sighs> to find. Can I backtrack? The love of your life. Um. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Love. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> Come on, that's where you're fucking getting to, hopefully. Okay, let's get to the like of the current moment. Oh my god, now we're backtracking. It's... All right, so Okay, let's just say I have um, a couple of people in my life who make me very happy. Good. And that's all that matters. And they have manners, Mm -hmm. and they pay attention to detail, and they're helpful, and... Do they ask how your day is? Do they ask how you're doing? Yes, okay, well, they that's what do. Matters. And they don't wait for my emotional breakdowns to happen. So okay, they're good. like, you know, they're proactive. They're people to keep around. Yeah, for now. Okay. For now. All, all in the moment. Yeah. Day by day. Day by day. Well, let's go like 12 hours by 12 hours. Okay. No, do, we'll go day by day. Okay. Don't let it be day Maybe by six, day. six hours. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I'm like, my attention span isn't even that long. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah. Okay, that's it. Sorry. Okay, good. Glad we added that in there. I'm blushing under here. (laughs) Ah! You got the makeup and the blush on anyway. I know. Um, All right. So kind of making a little slight turn. Yes. Getting a little more serious. Yes. So I wanted to ask you about your family because I know you sent me the article about your dad, which I read about. Mm -hmm. So I wanted you to kind of tell me about that. 
Um, and also, so do you, how's, how are things with your mom? Do you have a relationship with your oh, mom? Oh yeah, my mom is like my best friend. Okay, awesome. We used to joke all the time. She's like, I'm not one of your friends. I'm like, you act like it. Yeah. You're like, yeah. That's amazing. That's really important. Yeah, she's like my biggest supporter. She'll call me and just be like, she'll literally call me and leave me a voicemail on my phone and be like, I remember you performed this song once. I just wanted to call you and let you know I was listening to it on the radio. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Aww. But That's yeah, sweet, super though. sweet. But, you know, my mom, uh, my grandfather, my grandmother, like my whole family is super supportive. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And then. My dad yeah. died. So here we go. Let's talk about trauma. Yeah. Um. No. So my dad was a professional wrestler for ECW. Mm-hmm. Um. He wrestled under the name New Jack. And pretty much um, one day I was feeling petty and I was upset. I was very upset. Because I saw like a Facebook memory saying that he was proud of me. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward to the current time, it was like we had just had like a big argument about like him not supporting me because I did drag. Yeah. Um, which was just like a lot of misunderstanding where it was more like he didn't know how to reach out right. and ask like, how are you doing? Like, does this make you happy? Um, are you making money off of it? Is this something you could see yourself doing? So it was just like, cause with wrestling, you have a lot of brain injuries and then you have like all masculine complex where you're like, Oh, I can't seem sensitive or nice. Mm-hmm. And I just have to, you know, yeah, oh man. Mm. Right. Um, but yeah, no, but like with like the, going back to like the mental health thing, it's like in wrestling and in, um, entertainment in general, like I said, people don't treat us like we're normal people. They treat us like. We have to put on a front the entire time. And he went through some of that. And it was just like people saw him as a wrestling figure. He was never a man that has a family. Yeah. And so people never like understood that like when he's acting crazy out there, some of it actually is real. He actually is was like batshit crazy. But I mean, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But it's like he didn't know how to ask for help. Yeah. Especially, again, in that wrestling industry growing up in the 90s and 2000s wrestling, if you broke a bone, you took some ibuprofen and you're wrestling the next night. And so there was never taking six months off because you tore muscle. You better rehab it or put a wrap around it and ice it and hope for the best. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, we had a little argument, a little falling out. And um, unfortunately, he did pass away before we were able to make up. But um, I was able to meet a lot of queer wrestlers who brought me in as family. Mm -hmm. And his wife, my dad's wife, actually, um, who I call mama number two now, we got super close afterwards. Okay. Um, unfortunately, it had to have it happened after he yeah. passed. But um, but no, she was like he was very proud of you. He, and I actually like did some wrestling shows where I would like go out with people and like manage or just like perform in the ring as like in drag. And she was like, yeah, he watched your stuff and he was actually very proud of you. It was just like he felt like the damage was already done, so he didn't know how to reach out. And so I was like, oh, that makes sense. And it's like I might be petty and might be an asshole sometimes, but like something like that, I. Don't always hold a grudge. And with that, I'm like, I mean, I was just as much of an asshole as he was sometimes. So it was just yeah. like, we were both just like butting heads to mm-hmm. see who could be worse to the other. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it was just like one of those things where, unfortunately, it's like where it was too late. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so he had a heart attack and I never got to like, I never got that personal closure. Right. Like that one-on-one closure. But uh, through his wife, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, he was supportive of me. So it was like, instead of trashing his name, I'm like carrying it on now. And so it was, it was like a really weird moment for me because um, like the way it started was I tweeted about it. I tweeted saying that like, 
oh, he's homophobic and not proud of me because I'm a drag queen. And the tweet went viral and got a lot of attention, some unwanted attention. I was just literally just like talking shit on Twitter. Yeah. With like 800 followers. And then I took a nap and then like I woke up from my nap and I had like 5,000 retweets and 10,000 likes. I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) Right. And then like comments never read the comment section never You're read me. the comment section i'm like <laughs> comments are brutal like that's like the biggest downside of social media yeah. is people's comments and opinions and especially sure. since you don't have to show your face on social media and you can just have like a blank account and just talk shit mm-hmm. like it's fucked yeah i'm like i've been called everything under the sun but it's like with me i'm like i think it's funny so i, like, I try to egg them on mm-hmm. or i'll just like Sometimes I'll just like roll my eyes and move past it. But yeah, it was just like a lot of shit happened very quickly. So I did articles with like uh, Vice, Outsports, and a few other things. And it was like it got more attention than it already had. Yeah. And then that made him even more upset. Did the articles, like, did they like reach out to you to do it or? Yeah. Okay. Vice, like, Vice reached out to me. And then, like I said, Outsports. Uh-huh. And then I think there were a couple other, like, I think Ring- Ringside News. I think I did. I did several of them, but yeah, was it was he still wrestling at this time or no? Um, he was making appearances. Okay, and so one of the petty things I did was I found one of his flyers mm-hmm. for one of the shows, and I took the flyer and photoshopped myself onto it and posted. I was like, "Oh my god, look who got added to the show!" And went as far as to like, <laughs> I googled a picture of. So the show was in Tampa. Mm-hmm. And so the day of the show, I Googled a picture picture of Tampa's airport from the plane. And I was like, look who just landed. Ooh. And so I had people on edge. And I, I turned off my location on all yeah. my social media so you couldn't see where I was posting from. Mm-hmm. And I had people on edge thinking I was going to show up at that show. Yeah. And I was just sitting in Baltimore like. <laughs> yeah, fuck you all. Gotcha. But yeah, it was just. I get so much enjoyment out of shit like that. But. Yeah, it was just making him even more mad and yeah. just people just just like stressing out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it was just, it was one of those things where it's like probably my only, uh, I wouldn't even call it a regret. It was just, because I don't like, I don't like living with regrets. I don't really like, yeah. I, I see that like, instead of saying regret, it's like a learning experience. Um, I, because if everything I did from that point to today has gotten me further in my career. It's gotten me out there more. It's gotten me amazing opportunities I never thought I would have. And so I probably feel like I would have not handled it differently, but like tried to reach out to him personally instead of like talking shit immediately. Yeah. I still would have talked shit immediately, but then I would have been like, like (laughs) I would have been like, so I know you saw what I said. Sorry about that. Like, Mm -hmm. let's fix things instead of like, playing tug of war and waiting yeah. for him to make the next move but yeah it was just like a really weird time but like i said i've met so many amazing mm-hmm. people like i didn't even know there was like a queer wrestling scene yeah there's like so there's like wwe AEW, and then there's like smaller wrestling companies mm-hmm. uh it's like gcw and all this other stuff but then there's like an independent circuit yeah. so it's people who aren't signed to my understanding i hope anyone correct me if i'm wrong out there but um people who aren't signed to like major contracts or major companies you pretty much can like make your own Mm storyline and like they do their own shows like i did this one amazing show called paris is bumping um i did another one called polyam cult party where like one of my friends mv young he's like polyamorous and so the whole thing behind it is like 
he was like polyam leader where he had like 5,000 partners, but it was like not really 5,000. It was more like 200. I'm just kidding. But it was just like <laughs> one of those storylines where it's like, this is this person's character. This is this. And so then I joined on with them and I was the polyam princess because I do consider myself polyamorous. But like it, it would have to, it would take a lot, like being polyamorous, like communication yeah. is something I learned a lot of. But like once, like I didn't understand that like the different how do I say this? I don't want to use the wrong, term, wrong, wrong terminology. Um, I never really understood like pansexuality mm-hmm. or like dating outside like the queer umbrella. Like okay. queer is like an umbrella term. Right. It's people who don't aren't comfortable identifying as gay, lesbian, bisexual, pansexual. So they just, they just identify as queer. queer. So okay. like. Because um, they don't want to put themselves in a. Right. Specific, okay. So like I, I call, I refer to myself as being gay to make it easier on people who might not be queer. So pretty much straight people who don't okay. understand queer terminology. I'm like, okay. oh yeah, I'm gay. But I Yeah, identify- I didn't even know about like yeah. the umbrella of like So it's like essentially I identify as pansexual. So that means I'm more connected with someone's heart and mind. The way like the way they think, the way they act, the way they show emotions. Looks we're not not gonna lie. Looks are always gonna be important, mm-hmm. but that's not my first thing that I go for. Right. Like, there's people who, not this is gonna sound terrible. People who like, I guess, um, conventionally or like societal standards wouldn't be the most attractive. I don't go for that. Yeah. I've dated and talked to people who are very attractive, but it's like my type's not always your type. Right. But it's always like. My friends are always like, what's your type? I'm like, right. pulse, mm-hmm. communication. Yeah. I don't know, but it's good just heart, like, good person. yeah, it's like yeah. people who like, like I can sit down and like talk to you. So it's like when me being a drag queen who sometimes identifies as gay, just like make it easier so I don't have to like explain it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm, I, I see like a girl, I'm like, oh, she's really pretty or like, she's hot, like blah, blah, blah. And my friend's like, what? Mm-hmm. And then I explain, I'm like. Just because I'm majority, I I majority am attracted to guys or people who identify as men, mm-hmm. and so it's like the the second I mention someone who identifies as a woman, they're like, "Wait, what?" And I'm like, "Don't forget pansexual over here." Okay. Like, and so being polyamorous, it's also like dating someone, but also being fine with them dating someone. But there's like a communication level that you have to have. Okay, so kind of like an open. Yes, okay. to an extent. So it's like, um, so it's not necessarily, in my my understanding, I feel like open relationship, again, my opinion, is more people who are in a relationship who are fine with their significant other hooking up with people. Okay. But for me, I think polyamory is more like you are fine with your partner dating other people looking for like or another potential relationship outside of the one you have that could be wrong but again my understanding of it so it's like um i've dated people who are polyamorous who already had a partner Mm -hmm. and like before we kissed or went out on a date they have they were like well i have a partner i need to tell them about you and see if they are okay with us going out on a date or setting up a meeting for us to like go get drinks one night so we can all meet and be in the same setting together to see if we all mesh because it's not just the way you mesh with one person it can be the way you mesh with both people or if they have more partners yeah like i have friends who have 
husbands and boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Like I have friends who have who are legally married and then either all both of them are dating one person or one of them is dating another person. Okay. So it's it gets it can get complicated, mm-hmm. but it's like the communication thing again. Right. So it's like yeah, I think it's so basically you would be open to anything like, yeah. So like, if it was like more of like a one, one-on-one committed relationship or something that was more like polyamorous where it was. Yeah. Okay. Got so it's it. like, I do identify as polyamorous, but it's like, I mentally would prefer one-on-one, mm-hmm. but just the way society is right now, yeah, you are not going to keep one person's attention. It's hard. You're always going to. Have someone making who someone looking at someone, someone liking a photo on Instagram. You, the, I think it's like human nature. Yeah, we're na- yeah. we're supposed to be attracted to yeah. people. Like right. we're supposed to look at someone and be like, "You are very attractive." Yeah, I might be in a relationship, but you are very attractive. It's natural. Right. But if someone has feelings, you communicate it. So mm-hmm. it's not like it's not cheating. You're like, "Hey, just so you know, I have experienced some attraction to this person." And I was thinking about asking them out on a date. How would you feel about that? And so it's just, again, just communication is like the biggest thing, but also like working in like a queer nightlife with like people trying to like go behind your back. I'm like, Mm-mm. right. Cause I'm sure you see it all. Yeah. Yeah. Like and behind the scenes and most of like a lot of stuff. Oh, absolutely. There's, I have so many friends who have cheated on their significant others. And like, I'm like, I don't want anything to do with this. Yeah. And so it's just like, one of those things where it's like just communicate. Like right. people fuck up. Like even if you're in a monogamous relationship and you're just like, I cheated, I fucked up. Talk about it. Yeah. It's like I think one of the like biggest things I've learned from like being in this community and like working, especially in nightlife, communication's everything. Yeah. And it's like like there's sometimes there's go go dancers. I'm like, oh my God, y'all are hot as shit. But it's mm-hmm. like I don't know if I would date you because I've seen the way you acted before and it's like I feel like you don't communicate. So it's just like there's just so many different layers to it where it's just like yeah. it goes on and on. But yeah, it's just, yeah. Poly. And that's like, that's like with anything too is it's so difficult. And I think for like anyone in the dating world or even in relationships and marriages, it's like, like you said, it's, it's natural to have that attraction to other people. Right. And, but I think a lot of people don't have enough like one communication and two respect right. even for their partner to be like, yeah. Look, I'm having these feelings. Like, what do you think? Because I think that there are definitely some relationships too that maybe get to that phase where they both might be willing to open that door and like experiment and try to like bring right. another person in or like both go out on their own and meet people. Right. Um, but like I always say this because I feel like just I'm not at this place in my life right. yet. But I have such I would have such bad jealousy. Like oh, yeah. I could not. And maybe in 20 years, like I would feel, you know, because I do agree. That, like, I don't like to look at a relationship negatively or, like, people in relationships negatively because I've done that. And Mm. I truly do believe that, like, I manifested bad things to happen. And you can always hope for the best in people. But I definitely agree, based on what I've experienced and also what I've seen, that, like, people, like you said, people get bored. And, like, it's very, very unlikely to keep someone's attention. And even if they don't cheat... They probably are looking at other people right. and feel attracted. And especially nowadays with social media, um, it just makes it like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like you're constantly comparing and you're looking, oh, that's out there. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? And I, I just think that it makes it really, really difficult 
But right now, like I definitely yeah. But also have such bad jealousy. But also, that. I would say um, being around people who are also poly or have open relationships has taught me right one communicating, and I'm like, okay, everything's fine because mm-hmm. at the end, at the end of the night, you're still gonna check in on me. I'm still gonna see you. Yeah, you're. I'm not gonna be jealous. Sometimes I get jealous, but it's also like. But also full disclosure, not everyone's lifestyle is for everyone. Yeah. And so it's like, if you never get to the point where you feel comfortable being open, you're, yeah. you, that's just not for you. Right. And so it's like, one thing I've learned, especially like having friends in the adult industry, like who do porn or like have OnlyFans and all this stuff. It's not like people like to shame and saying, oh, you're a slut. You're a whore. You do all this. No, it's communicating. They're making money mm-hmm. and like sex work is work. And it's just like, you can have... A partner you can be married or whatever and you can have sex with other people on camera but it's like it's a job yeah it's money it's it's your career and so it's like again going back to the communication as long as you are communicating everything that is happening and you know fully like hey so i have to go shoot a scene with this person today we're doing this this and this mm-hmm. all right go to your job but i know right. end of the day you're coming home to me so it's like yeah and i think that's the big like misconception about OnlyFans and stuff like a lot of people and this is just what I see in the comments which like you said don't read the fucking comments but like people will say like oh why is she in a relationship if she's in if she's on OnlyFans or like how can he even like my mom I feel like thinks this way of like how much can he respect you if he is okay with you posting your body online and I really do think and this could even be similar with your dad that like it's the old mindset yeah like it's just like Times are different. Yeah, you know we're not what I mean. Carry like generational trauma no. to this next generation. And also, like, like you said, if you can make this kind of like, look what I've got for myself. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would never be in this place without that. Right. And he's aware of it. He's actually the one that told me to start it. Maybe right. not where I am now right. with it, but like it. Right. It, the the communication is the most important thing, and that is something that like really upsets me about a lot of people is the lack of having an open mind and that's with every literally everything right um but i think that people a lot of people see things one way or yeah it's just like this strict mindset like like you said too i might not be cool with like have you know like having an open relationship um or having my partner talk to other people but I'm not going to say that it's wrong. You know what I mean? I just couldn't do it. So I just think that a lot of people like have this like such a judgmental fucking mindset and it's so annoying and people suck sometimes. (laughs) You know what I mean? But yeah, it just, I think there's just so many misconceptions with, with so many things, whether it's relationships or fucking choices you make in life or your work or whatever it may be. And I just, like I said, I do think a lot of it too is just lack of understanding and, and right. Like even like you said before, like, you can ask questions. You know what I mean? And I feel yeah. like my mom and I have gotten to that point where like now she kind of asks more questions and doesn't yeah. seem to judge even yeah. if she might. But right. like, I'm like, just ask. You know yeah. what I mean? I'll tell you. But it's like, I the thing that I hate most is when people judge you and your character for what you choose to do in your free time or what you choose to do for work. Like who gives a fuck? And I right. think that that kind of like goes along with like the polyamorous kind of thing. Like it should matter about the heart and the soul of the person mm-hmm. and not what they choose to do. I mean, maybe not murdering people, right. but like, you know, who really fucking cares at the yeah. end of the day? Like if it makes someone happy or it makes them successful, it's like, why the fuck do you care so much? Like that's a problem with those people. If yeah. they care that much, you know what that's I mean? That's why like I've like the guys I've met recently that I've been attracted to and like gone on dates with when I meet them in straight bars, I'm like, Okay, 
you're somewhat normal because you yeah. can go somewhere that's not a gay bar. I have friends who are like, I can't go if it's not a gay bar. Yeah. I'm like, aren't you tired of these motherfuckers? You right. either see them on your phone, on your apps Why do you all think that is, that they only want to go to gay bars? Um, I think it's several things. I think one, they assume it's a safe space. Okay. Most queer spaces are safe spaces um, because you have a lot of people who have like the same trauma, the same yeah. stuff, who you've gone, uh, problems that you've gone through. So everyone understands. And I think just from like generations past, like going out, like I've gone out in Atlanta mm -hmm. and I've been called a faggot. Yeah. When I'm at like a straight bar. But when I go out to the gay bar, it's like, hi, right. let me hug you. Yeah. But it's like, I think it's either they don't go to the right places or they don't go with people who make them feel comfortable. Right. So it's like they are fine being around the same people every weekend, doing the same things. And just because it's comfortable to them, it's yeah. natural. It comes natural. And so it's, it's just like a, I guess like a crutch for them. But for me, I guess working in queer spaces so much, I'm like... Y'all don't get tired of this shit? Yeah. Like, y'all all look the same. You're going to act the same. Mm -hmm. You're going to order a vodka soda. You're going to order a gin and tonic. You're going to make out with him. You're going to make out with her. You're not yeah. going to talk to me at the end of the night. Right. What's the point? Um, and I think two people, this world is such or can be such an evil place. Yeah. It's almost like, like you said, it's, it's sometimes it's trial and error. Yeah. And it's like about finding the right places or even having a really good group that you go out with that you know, like that's your safe place. Yeah. And then you can like go to try different places. You know what I mean? For fun and stuff like that. But I, I know that the world is just. I also feel like even as crazy as a place as Fed Hill is, the amount of friends I have made there over the past year and a mm -hmm. half from going out, it's like they don't treat me the way queer people treat me, specifically cisgendered gay men treat me. Um, they don't treat me like I owe them something right. or they don't look at me as if, Oh, how can I benefit from you? They are genuinely like, oh, you do drag? Whoa, that's cool. Like, let me see pictures. Yeah. And it's like genuinely ask me how I'm doing. That's why like One Star might be the most chaotic, chaotic place online on like the face of this earth. Mm -hmm. But the genuine friendships I have there and the people I've met, they're like, oh, you're here. We're going to have a good time. I'm not going to ask you about drag. But they're right. like, the only thing they usually say is, when's your next show? Mm -hmm. When's your next show around here? I'm like, all right, here it is. And they put it in their calendar and they'll show up to it. Awesome. And yeah, it's not nice. just like, oh, what can I get out of you? It's like genuine people who are like, oh, I remember you. Yeah, we were both drunk doing shots off the bar last week. And let's do talk about it again. Or like, let's talk about your life outside of this. So mm -hmm. it's just like, yeah, it's just, ugh, I just... Straight bars are my home away from home. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's great though because I feel like it's important that you recognize too, almost like the separation because I think, because that is your work. You know what I mean? And I yeah. feel like it's important that in your free time and your fun time, you kind of get away from that yeah. because it's with anything that you do, I feel like you need that balance and that break yeah. because if not, you're like you said, you get fucking bored of it and sick of it. Yeah. And how can you even have fun? Just think of like having a nine to five in an office and like going there on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and just drinking while you're in the office. Literally, that's literally like, how it feels. Right. I'm like, no, I, I don't get that. Want to yeah. be here, right? And I think it's so good too that you've made friendships. You know what yeah. I mean? Outside of that, because it's important. And like I said too, it's like it can be hard for anyone. I mean, even I think when you hit a certain age, and if like like for me, like I said, I mean, right now, like obviously in my life, I'm not really looking to make friends, but if I was single, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, I feel like 
when you get older, it is really hard to find genuine nice people and like people you can trust and go out with. And I agree with what you said earlier too about the kind of test thing. You need to do that. And it's like, not like you said, not a literal test, but it's very, I think it's becoming easier and easier to see when someone's just a piece of shit and like you know what i mean and they're just they're not trustworthy and they're not really like great people to be around so yeah it's just it's just so weird but like yeah the way like social media has grown recently it's literally just like who can i be around and obviously everyone wants to have fun but it's like are you having fun at my expense or are you having fun because you're actually having fun Mm -hmm. like are you genuinely going out and we run into each other and we're having fun or are you going out looking like hmm what can I get out of her tonight? Yeah. And shit like that. So yeah, people just like, ugh, I hate people. But I also love people, but also hate people. I know, people. I'm the same. I'm, that's normal though. Yeah. Um, And then with social media, are you trying to like grow it? Like do you, you promote a lot of your stuff on there, right? I feel like yeah. I've seen. I, I've, social media, Instagram is like, Instagram and Twitter are where I promote most of mm-hmm. my stuff. Um, yeah, Twitter's good for stuff like that, I've realized. I also like, people on Twitter are fucking nuts, but like in the best way. Mm-hmm. I feel like Instagram, people on Instagram are terrible. Like trolls in the comments are terrible, but like Twitter, I've met so many random people I've yeah. never met before it's on weird, Twitter. It's they can just find your stuff very yeah. like easily and randomly too. Yeah, and but it's just like... I'm like, oh, you like this topic too? I like this topic? Oh, let's let's talk shit in the comments. Yeah. But on Instagram, it's like, let me bash you and tell right. you everything that's wrong with you. Yeah. But no, social media, it's like, I, okay, so I like the idea of growing my social media, but there's like so much pressure with it now. Right. Like, like you were saying right to begin with. Like yeah. algorithms suck. Mm-hmm. But it's like. What if, about TikTok? Have you tried TikTok? Here and there. Yeah. Yeah. I know it can be, a, a, be fucking annoying. I never really like like tiktok that much either but like we're doing we've been doing it for the show yeah and like it really does help and i feel like that could be something cool the for tiktoks you i've actually just posted my first tiktok yesterday good first time in a long time i was gonna time. say even if you had somebody like film you performing or like even just like bits of a show yeah like things that you wouldn't really you don't always have to put a lot of effort in and sometimes yeah. it'll just like go viral literally you know like I, mean? I have a video of me like <laughs> filming my friend walking up the stairs and i'm like look at that ass look yeah. at that ass and like <laughs> went viral randomly or just like the so- i'm sure like the sound clip of that yeah. would like go viral that's hilarious or just like there's my first tiktok i ever posted was my friend standing in front of me in drag and i pulled her hair i like yanked her hair she turns around she's like but I think the sound I put with it yeah. is one of my most viral TikToks. But also just like any videos with when I do shows with like drag race girls. Mm-hmm. Like drag I usually try to post TikToks on the weekends when drag is like on TV. Yeah. So like they do Drag Race UK on Thursdays and then Drag Race US on Fridays. So it's like a fucking weird, annoying ass algorithm. I'm like Yeah. Ugh. And then Julie was saying that you had a friend that does is oh, yeah. in detox, I know. She's yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'd be curious, kind of, just to hear your perspective on how Drag Race kind of, like, you touched on it earlier, how yeah. it changes drag in general. Yeah. Like, what the vibe is because of the show. You know what I mean? Um, so I will say, first, people don't realize, majority of people who are on Drag Race and Dragula started out as local entertainers. So it's like... So that would be like what you do, yes, right? Yes, okay. I'm a local entertainer, so I work in Baltimore. But they all started at a local bar in their respective cities. But I think Drag Race, um, it's brought drag mainstream. And it's like, 
Hmm. You know how like you used to have like male dancers for birthday parties. Now you have drag queens or for bachelorette parties. You go to a drag brunch. And so it's like drag. It's more than a taboo now. We're not perverts. We're actually entertainers or people who are making a lifestyle off this and a living off of this. And it's like drag has opened so many doors for people, even myself included, like people lost queer people who just like need an escape need an art form to like express themselves. Cause like, you know, being a theater kid in high school, if you're a guy in theater, they're gonna call you gay. If you, um, if you, I don't know, you play sports and you're a girl, they're probably gonna call you a lesbian, especially right. if you're really good at sports. But now it's like, you can be a lesbian, you can be queer, you can be a straight man and you can be non-binary and you can do drag and have this whole character that might not even be any close to who you are outside of it, but it's like, it's okay now. It was okay back then, but it's more okay now where it's like, you don't have to hide it. Yeah. And so these people, especially on Drag Race, Detox is also one of my favorites because she uses her voice not just, or uses her platform not just to promote herself. She'll promote other causes too. And like a lot of Drag Race girls will promote other causes. And it's like getting people, like the biggest thing was getting people out to vote because world has been crazy the past eight years. And so influencing people to literally get online you, it takes 30 seconds to register to vote so it's like drag has become more than a nightlife entertainment thing yeah. it's become their spokespeople there's i think there's someone in new york uh i think marty gold's cummings she's um running for office in new york or something like that but it's oh. like she's a drag queen but she also uses her platform as a political voice yeah. and so you have so many people out there who are partnering. I think they had, um, oh my God, who they have. They had um, AOC on Drag Race as a special guest. And so they're like, just get out there and just, like, just make your voice be heard. So it's more than being a minority group who is targeted. It's now like we are re, uh, we're taking back this power using our voices and doing more than dressing up in clothing and makeup. Right. So it's like, it's helped get a lot of people out there get people out of their shells, get people making friends. And a lot of yeah. people have jobs now because of drag and right. they don't realize it's like, it's not just the queen or the king or non-binary person performing. It's you have DJs, you have so many queer DJs. Now you have people who are queer, like artists, like rappers and singers. You have people who are running the lights and even someone who wants to like come out and run the lights for you. It gives them a purpose and they're not just going out to drink. They're going out because they are making a difference in the production that's happening right now. Yeah. And so it's just like, there are so many doors that have opened because of drag and it's not just RuPaul's Drag Race. There are people who have platforms outside of that and Dragula that just like, we are making it like, we're taking it and running with it. And yeah. it's not just, I want to be on a TV show or I want to wear makeup and look pretty for Instagram likes. It's, I'm going to do what I can to make a difference and just to like, have your voices be heard, have our voices be heard and just like, right be visible and i think too like to make people see that it's okay to do what you want you know what i mean i think it it also like creates almost this like confidence in people to be like oh like if they can do it i can do it too right. you know what i mean it's not this like because i think a lot of times too it's like you know people jump on the bandwagon of things and like if they don't really see anyone else doing it they might be scared to do it themselves right you know what i mean so i, I feel like in that sense um, it probably helps. And you mentioned something too that I w meant to ask you about like the whole persona. Do you think that 
you like when you're in drag do you feel like you're the same person as you are when you're out of drag or do you think you kind of put on a different persona um i put on more of a fake smile when i'm in drag okay but when i'm out of drag i'm still extroverted but i'm more introverted in drag okay so like when i'm no i'm more introverted out of drag drag? yes so when i'm in drag i know i have to be loud sometimes bubbly cuss people out for fun and harass everyone and when i'm out of drag i'm like i just want to go out and have a couple drinks yeah i want to go to karaoke i want to enjoy the night like another normal person's doing and so there's no expectations for me but when i'm in drag i'm like I'm going to have to talk to people. I'm going to have to make someone laugh. And I'm yeah. going to have to like interact with people I don't want to do for a longer time than I want to do. And Right. But yeah, it's just my yeah my personality for the most part is the same. Just like heightened. Yeah. Okay. Just, yeah, it's just a lot more when I'm in drag. Right. And it kind of has to be because it's, it's a show. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to entertain. Um, And then also I wanted to ask you, has there ever been a time that you felt like somebody like crossed the line and like made you feel uncomfortable? Like when you're performing or anything? Um, yeah, there's been, uh, I've had to push someone out of the way because one thing I tell people, I go over rules before mm-hmm. I start the show and I, um, I'll ask how many of you have never been to a drag show? Ooh, me, you've never been to a drag show. Great. And we're going to go over this next rule. I don't care how much you like a song. Stay the fuck out of the way yeah. while we are performing. You are not, this is our show, not yours. You are paying to see us. We are not paying to see you. And that's just like. I had someone get in the way of one of my shows three times in within like one minute. And I'm like, it's so like the first time it happened, I was like, um, like my song's going, I'm like, hey, get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Second time, I'm like, stop getting in my way. And the third time, I literally just like shoved this guy out of the way because he like would not move. Yeah. But it's always usually like around the holidays when people get like extra drunk. Right. Or it's like, honestly, there's there's been a lot of straight girls who are just like, I love this. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god work queen slay yes house down boots and i'm like get the fuck out of the way yeah again if you don't have a 5 10 or 20 in your hand right. get out of my way get the fuck uh, out of the bubble right but yeah but for the most part because i usually like command the room or like mm-hmm. stage presence when i'm out there so a lot of people don't really like get under my skin when i'm right. performing because i always know that like at the end of the day i'll either just walk away and ignore you or mm-hmm. again you're paying to see me i'm not paying to see you so yeah, for the most part, no one really like gets in my way or right. like, bothers me or offends me. Which it's really, good, yeah. it's really hard to offend me. I've literally been called everything under the sun, so yeah. it's like, I'm like, oh yeah, you want to say that? Well, I'm going to say this, and like, right. if we go back and forth, I'll say things like hurt your feelings on purpose. So it's like we can play this yeah. game, but don't play with me. And usually, too, like the people that are probably coming to the show have a good idea of like what you know what I mean, like yeah. what to expect. They have like general like etiquette, and so it's yeah. like, and then there's always like my friends in the crowd who are like. I've had friends like pull someone off the floor while I'm performing or like yeah. while other people are performing or like I one time grabbed someone by the back of the shirt and just like yanked them off the floor because they were getting in the way. Mm-hmm. And again, this is our space, not yours. So well, it's a space for everyone, but majority is ours to feel safe in. Yeah. And so when you have people like that making it not a safe space, mm-hmm. we have to make it a safe space. Right. So, but sometimes people cross the line, but not really. Yeah. But I literally like will tape a floor, a tape like a line on the floor and like make people stand behind, which I usually follow. So. Right. Yeah. Awesome. It's great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Do you think, was there anything else you wanted to say? Um, like any, cause that was all my, I like to ask, like if there was I'm, any direction you wanted to go into. I think, uh, just make sure you support local drag. 
It's very important. It's yeah, important everybody drag. support local drag like we're doing. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, like we actually too. have to go. Yeah. yeah. I'm fucking excited. <laughs> yeah, you have to no, go. No, because there's been, like I was saying, there's literally like, I know that we were, go. I think we were looking to do a drag brunch at one point. Yeah, we wanted to. And we, I don't think we could find one. Or maybe like, I don't remember what happened. I don't know if we could find one. Or maybe, like I said, like I feel like you kind of have to know people of like, mm-hmm. oh, is this, you know what I mean? Going to be like a good time. Where is it? Whatever. But yeah, I know that we struggled to find one before. Um, we gotta come to your 30th birthday. And if you're not there, I'm going to cry. Well, now I don't have an option now. Yeah. So, wait, so where is it? It's at Diamondback Brewery in okay. Locust Point. Okay, cool. So cool. it's like, just go down Key Highway mm-hmm. and it's right there. Okay. Wait, I have one more question actually. Yes. I just thought of, because we kind of talked about it before. When it was COVID, because I thought this was really interesting. Oh, yeah. When it, when COVID was happening, you were performing on Facebook, Right. Facebook and Instagram. Creative as fuck. It was so were, so were people paying for that or is it was it more like yeah. fun? So I like to credit the OG online virtual drag show goes out to my friend Bitch Puddin, winner of season three of Dragula. Love that. No, not season three. Oh my god, I fucked up. Season two, sorry. <laughs> season two. <laughs> season two of Dragula. Um I think it was season two. Oh my god, now my brain's not working. Okay. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Bitch Puddin. Bitch Puddin out of LA. Um but yeah, no, she's she was on Twitch. Okay. And she was like, yeah, we need a fucking drag show uh-huh. online. And she got like some of her friends to like get, like record videos. Mm-hmm. And they would do this whole like streaming thing. And they had like, she would like host in between the videos. And there was options to tip via like PayPal, Venmo, Cash yeah. App. And it was like that. And I was like, that's a great yeah, idea. Yeah, it's genius. And she literally like, she literally like, set the foundation for like honestly so many drag performers right um and yeah like even like i'd say drag race girls did it after she did because they're like well how do we do this like right bitch put in like is the og right, for virtual shows when covid was happening everything was closed yeah we so couldn't like, work right and there's no like union or anything and we're not like on real yeah. payroll like we get paid with like cash or Venmo mm-hmm. under the table so it's like no so did that work did that end up like helping you at all or <gasps> It started out very well, okay. but quickly died down. Like yeah. the first month or so, I say I I had a solid run probably from April, mid-April through October. Okay. So originally I started doing a show called Virtual Wednesdays and I had, the way we first did it was I went live on Instagram uh-huh. and... Um, Obviously, you would watch my live, yeah. and then I would get their cash app and Venmo and pin the comment so you could tip them. Nice. But the okay. person would go live and join my live with me, okay. and would perform from their phone mm-hmm. in their house wherever they were. And then one of my friends was like, "Well, I can't stream this to my TV, and it's being weird." And so what I started doing was we would have people film videos and send them in. And then I got a streaming service where I would like play them one by one, but I would talk in between them. And then, yeah, we'd still have like their tipping info up. And it was, it was very interesting. It was like, it was was such a weird time. Yeah, Like literally I would spend like Mondays and Tuesdays filming videos. And Mm -hmm. for the first, like probably for the first month, I was like, Oh my God, it's so much fun. And I'm like, well, here we go. Yeah, that didn't last. Got to do it. Yeah. It was like because you had to be creative. Because right. if you weren't, if you were just sitting in front of the camera lip syncing, people weren't paying attention. So like, yeah, I fully like did a few videos on my friend's rooftop deck. Mm-hmm. Um, 
my grandfather helped me. We did a video on a boat yeah. in the middle of our lake in Georgia. And I was like on there doing firework and he's like driving the boat down the lake. So you have this yeah. big ass drag queen right. in like Southern Georgia <laughs> on the lake. And I'm like, hey, y'all. And then, yeah. But yeah, and it was it was a lot. It was, a, I think digital drag pushed so many people to be creative. Mm-hmm. It made people think outside of the box, made you think to be relevant, to be like, yeah, I learned how to edit videos more than I'd ever known. Yeah. And then putting captions on top of it, hated it. Right. But it was just like paying for like all these services, a stream. I'm like, oh my God, I hate this. Well, it's interesting too, because we had a stripper on um, last week and she kind of said something similar. Because I was like, you know, with the OnlyFans now, like mm-hmm. what do you prefer? And she right. said that, with anything online, like even though you can be home, the creativity is so hard. Like in person, you have so much, it's just easier for her. Right. Which was surprising to me because like I'm the only fans girl, but yeah. like I've never been on the other side. So I have nothing to compare it to. But yeah, the, she said the same thing with the creativity aspect that it's yeah. just like you kind of have to be really doing out there things and get really creative with it in order to get recognized and, yeah. and keep people entertained. Yeah, and it's like the more views you got, usually the more tips you would get. But yeah, there were some nights where like I'd spend probably two or three hours recording a video, another three or four hours editing it, and only getting like five or ten dollars yeah. off of it. I'm like, right, it's like not even worth it at that right, point. Right, as opposed to like doing a normal show and getting like two hundred dollars. So it's like yeah. it was such a weird time. But my bills were paid for a long time for right. that. There was That's like awesome, I made man. really good money doing that. But oh my god, I would never. Never do that again. Yeah. Never. Unless there was a good check that went with it. Oh, my God. I Too much. Because I used to do it every week. Right. And then. And it is a lot more. It's like I feel like with the live shows, it's like you're there, you do it, you're done. Yeah. But with that, like you were saying, it's like you do it and then you edit it. And then, right, it's just like not the same. um, What's the word? Interactions? No. I was going to say it's not the same. uh, Sorry, I have cat hair on my lip. (laughs) Commitment. No. My vocabulary. I need a dictionary. I can't fucking think. Like the return isn't the same. Oh, yeah. It's definitely not the same at all. Like unless you have like – I have a few friends who like got really nice like cameras and Mm -hmm. crews to help them film shit and did some really good shit. Yeah. But a lot of mine were just like, iPhone 11. Let me turn it sideways and put it in portrait mode. And Uh um, yeah, it was (sighs) – I'm listening. Sorry. I was just like literally just like – thinking back on it, I'm like – there was literally times I would like – try to do like a video in one take yeah and run through the entire house and my poor roommates we would film a lot of them in like our living room Mm -hmm. or like do the live shows in the living room and my friend tyler i would like film a lot of like the live shows in his living room and i would have the ring light set up i would have my phone going live and i'd have his phone reading the comments and then another phone was streamed to the TV with Facebook on it so I could see the comments up there better and see the videos. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there's a 30 second delay here. Okay, how do I interact? So it was always like sitting there for 30 seconds like waiting to see comments come through and I'm like, all right, here we are. And then like seeing the feedback on TV. <gasps> yeah. It was stressful. I'm sure. And then speaking of creativity, now I'm like flowing into other things I'm thinking yeah. of. You were talking about your wig. Yeah. That you have on tonight. And I yeah. wanted you to kind of explain how, because you even have to get creative with your outfits. Yeah. And like kind of make your own things, right? Um, I know how to sew. I hate sewing. I'm uh-huh. not patient, but I have sewn several outfits. I think this is just Fashion Nova with some okay. stones on it. Right. Um, but yeah. So a lot, a lot of, of stuff you just order. Yeah. Okay. So like, um, I have several friends who like will make outfits or make hair. And by making hair, I mean like, 
will just buy multiple wigs and sew them together to give them more volume. Which is kind of what you did with this one, but yeah. for color and stuff, right? Yeah. Well, so. some so if it's like a synthetic or synthetic blend, mm -hmm. you won't really like change the color. Okay. You'll just find like a wig that you like and just order multiple of them. Got it. And it's like what we call stacking wigs. Mm -hmm. And so you'll like usually cut the crown out and then okay. you'll just sew it in underneath and just layer it. Yeah. That's a long process. But yeah. It's very tedious. But It's um, incredible though. Like... I love the fucking hair, everything, the outfits. Like I remember the night that we saw you. Mm -hmm. I think you were had a big wig on, right? It was it was something similar to this. I love okay. ponytails. Okay. I hate I hate lace fronts. I have so yeah. much hair under here because my normal hair is like down to my chest. Right. Like I can't even now that I have the extensions. Like I yeah. can't even. I used to love doing Halloween wigs. That yeah. was like my thing. I loved going to the stores and trying them on because my hair was so thin. Mm -hmm. But now that I have the extensions, I can't do the Halloween yeah. wigs because I have nowhere to put it all. Yeah. It's like so lumpy. I usually so. like if I put on a wig like a lace front wig, I'll just like tie my hair in a bun in the very back and put it under yeah. the wig so it's still like give it a little bump out to give it some volume. Okay. Or um, sometimes I've braided my hair. Right, I've tried that. I just put that under. But yeah. it's, it's a lot. It's when you so have, much yeah. work to get into drag. Right. And sometimes like when people, like, like I say, when these performers are performing, even if you don't like them, give them a dollar because like, yeah. and like with bars only paying us, like sometimes people will pay us like $50 to yeah. get out there in full drag when like drag is way more expensive. $50. One bottle of foundation I use, I use Dermablend. Mm -hmm. Hi, Dermablend. Um one bottle of Dermablend is like $39. Right. So like your booking fee that you're paying me is $11 more than this bottle that's yeah. going to last me like four months. Right. I mean, and then also just time. like the effort that you put in to get yeah. ready and everything. It's like, it's a lot of time yeah. you have and like effort. Yeah. You block time out of your schedule just to get ready. Right. Even like washing clothes, or like washing wigs, like synthetic wigs are hard to wash sometimes. Yeah. So you like soak them in water and like put fabric softener or like there's a way to, if you want to straighten your wig, you can boil them. Mm -hmm. And so it's Right, because like, you can't use the heating tools. Right, because sometimes okay. they get too hot. But, yeah. And then like human hair wigs, that's a whole nother story. Those are expensive as shit. Yeah. And so it's just, it's a whole lot that goes into it. But yeah, you have to be like, especially with like with times now, like mm -hmm. back in the day, like back in the day being like 10 years ago yeah before social media you could wear the same outfit like week after week after week after week after week because no one saw stories of you on instagram got it no one saw pictures of you online or if they did they didn't really care because there was no standard to live up to but now yeah. like people i know people who are like I'm not sure if y'all are these people but like will post three photos at a time mm -hmm. just for their instagram to be like all three all three all three i'm like my ADD is not going to be able to do this. Yeah. I'm literally like, oh, I'm drunk. Let me post a picture. Right. So it's like. Yeah. But yeah, it's like there's so much that goes into it now. And right. it's like. And you need to get. So now you need to get like multiple outfits. Yeah. And, okay. And people are like, oh, you don't have a new outfit. Well, bitch, these shit's fucking expensive. People say that? There's There are people out there who would be like, oh, you wore that last week. Yes, the fuck I did because I paid money for it. So I'm going to get my money's worth. But also, fuck? I also will play my outfits based on like how I feel. Like again, if I don't feel like like tucking and wearing pads, or if it's like, especially in the summer, I would not wear this in the summer because I would be drenched, I would be sweating, yeah. I would not feel good. Mm -hmm. But there, yeah, I like to wear like a lot of skirts and like just like short sleeveless shit because I also have like a lot of tattoos. So I like to show them off. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, people are like, oh, you wore that? I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. Right. So, yeah. yeah. It's like, are you gonna buy me a new outfit? No. All right, shut up. Right. Um, or if you want to, if you want to see me in something new. You right. can pay for it. Five tens or twenties. Send me the link too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'll, I'll get it. Yeah. Five tens or twenties is what I'm talking about. Yeah. I will change if you give me one of those. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just, there's just so much that goes into it. Right. And it's a lot. And then you have to keep up with like the new makeup trends, new hair mm -hmm. twins, hair trends. And it's, yeah. Right. And now that you know that people complain, you got to change your look every single fucking time. No, I don't. 
Oh, you just you no. say fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm like, well, I, don't, I really don't care. Right. Well, then just fucking do that. Right. Unless they're paying. You hear that, everybody? Unless you're going to pay. Yeah. Don't fucking ask for a new look. If you're not feeding, fucking you're financing me. I'm not fucking changing, baby. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) No. So that being said, like you said, support local drag. Yes. Right? Local. And then- is there anything that you wanted to like promote yourself? Oh my Go God. Ahead. Thank you for asking. Hello, see, ladies and gentlemen. See, look at that. I'm, I'm trying to help you now. Thank you. So yes, um, this week is my, th- wait, when's this coming out? Mm, it's going to be mid-November, I think. Okay. Oh yeah, my favorite. Never mind. Um, but but no, anything, I, like yeah. anything, just go um, ahead. Every first Saturday of the month, I'm at The Manor. Okay. I host House Party. Um, you can also catch me there almost every Friday hosting Femme Fatale Fridays with Chandelier. Awesome. Um, you can just follow me on social media. Instagram yes. is underscore Washington Heights. Uh, Twitter is Washi Heights, W-A-S-H-Y-H-E-I-G-H-T-S. TikTok, I think it's Washington Heights, underscore Washington Heights. I don't know. Well, you better um, fucking get on with the TikTok. Uh, that so could really work. benefit you, though. I yeah. really, I'm serious. TikTok is like, right now, it's like the biggest fucking place to grow. Yeah. I just have to stop being lazy. No, I know. I like my days off. I but. trust me. I fucking know. Like even with OnlyFans, like it, I get so fucking lazy. Yeah. And anything, and like I have to use like even with this, like it's like we have to use TikTok to help it grow, and like with OnlyFans, I have to use Twitter to help it grow, and it's yeah. like it feels like a fucking chore half the time. Right. So like I get it, but I really do think like because TikTok is so like big right now, mm-hmm. and they're really good with the what's it called algorithms yeah they're really good with algorithms they're getting algorithms. better with the algorithm well they are like they really do find yeah like, a couple of our tiktoks we've posted it like finds the fucking yeah. audience it's crazy yeah and we had we started with like 200 fucking followers and it like one of them just blew up within like a day to like a million and it only targeted like military men because it was like a military thing. my favorite yes, oh I know. my god i love a military <laughs> crazy i really oh, think you need to do tiktok i do yeah okay fine you so, inspired me so by the time this comes out you better be fucking tiktok famous uh, so the pre- uh, now i'm putting pressure on you no pressure at all any other fucking noises you want to make in the mic over there <laughs> oh yeah people can clip it together this is me crying when i make tiktoks <laughs> i don't want to do it but well, you're gonna going to do it you have to do it now you have to. So it's Washington Heights on TikTok. And my last brain cell. Well, there it goes. When you're when you're fucking famous on TikTok, you'll be thanking me. 